Hi and welcome back to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky Shevlin. I host this podcast and I founded Social Work Sorted as an online platform of resources for newly qualified social workers. I provide CPD accredited training for students and newly qualified social workers in assessment skills. I have an amazing membership, which is also for students and ASYEs. And if you go to the show notes, if you've not met me before or you don't know anything about me, you can find all the links to find out more and to get in touch with me which is usually by email vicky at socialworksorted.com and if you like this episode or if you've listened to any of the other episodes it would make such a difference if you could take a couple of seconds to leave a rating and or a review or share this podcast with somebody who might not have heard of it before in this episode i want to talk about what it means to truly be child-led. And I wanna share some of my experiences as a parent, which I'm not sure I've ever done explicitly on this podcast before, because I think being a social worker, working or having a background in child protection, and then talking about my own parenting, it feels quite vulnerable to talk about, and it feels like it opens up a big can of worms. But I also think, being a parent is a massive part of me and I am a home educating parent so me and my husband made the decision that we were going to home educate so my children have never been to school one is of school age and so we officially started home educating in September 2023 And that has been a journey, a learning journey that I'm still on. I'm doing lots of unlearning and I'm recording this when I've had a day of feeling like a failure. Like I said, home education is still very new to me and there are loads of reasons. There's not just one reason why we home educate. There's just a number of reasons. And if that's ever interesting, I can go into it in another podcast or maybe a YouTube video. So let me know. Or maybe I could get somebody on the podcast to talk about home education. That would probably be a bit more interesting. But I guess I'm still learning and still finding a bit of a rhythm. And one of the reasons I think home education will work for us as a family is because I believe in the flexibility that it offers for me and my children. So I'm the main parent who's at home. I've taken probably the majority of responsibility for education around early learning, so like numbers and phonics. And again, I'm learning all those things myself. I didn't know them before. But I've had a day where I've planned or tried to do certain things that just haven't worked out. And had they worked out, it probably would have looked aesthetically or felt to me like it had been a success. I tried to get the kids to do yoga this morning. It wasn't happening. I didn't even manage to get any done. I was crawled all over. I tried to get them to do some games, and mainly the older one, but trying to do some games and practice phonics because we had a bit of a break over Christmas, even though we don't really follow holidays, but trying to get them to do some phonics and do some reading and it just wasn't happening. And I was getting frustrated because I thought I'd come up with a really good idea of how to revisit some of our phonics and it just they just weren't interested I tried to set up some ways for us to do number bonds so doing some counting looking at our two times tables and again absolutely no interest and after all of these things that I set up and they're all very simple because I can't do anything that's over complicated I'm not a teacher I'm not trying to be a teacher 
But after attempting these things and thinking that they would work really well and would really help learning and were maybe something that me and the two children could do together, they didn't want to do them. And I had to let go of my expectation and ultimately listen to what they wanted to do and follow their lead. And that is something that I think is relevant. And it made me really think about when I was a social worker working in child protection, working with children, the expectations I had, particularly around direct work, the impact of pressure and where that pressure comes from. No one is at home with me putting pressure on me saying, Vicky, you need to do X, Y, and Z because you home educate your children. In fact, the expectations from a statutory perspective are not necessarily that overbearing in terms of the things that you need to evidence for home. Obviously, you have to evidence that you are doing something to educate your children. As you'll know, if you've worked in and around risk and child protection, and maybe there have been referrals around home education, which I have in the past, there's no daily external pressure on what they need to learn and how they need to learn it. So a lot of it is the pressure that I am putting on myself. A lot of it is comparison because I naturally compare my oldest to other children who have been to school or who at school and even though I know that the rate of their learning and what they learn is very different I just can't help doing that as a parent I'm not sure anyone can help comparison as a human but when I connect that to social work going into a situation where you are undertaking direct work but you have the pressure of a time scale you have the pressure of your manager you have the pressure of maybe a, a really big worry that you need the answer to you know you have the pressure of trying to find a perpetrator or you have the pressure of getting evidence and how that impacts the direct work that we do and I just was really thinking about how we can ever truly be child-led in this situation and I'm not sure this podcast really holds many answers but it's important for us to reflect on when we're going into a situation of direct work and if you've not listened to my episode with Rich Devine go and listen to it because we talk about this a lot and Rich has done loads of writing on it and it's far more articulate than me on this topic but the idea that it's never truly child-led direct work when you are in the context of child protection and thinking really about how we can make it as child-led as possible, how we can go in without an agenda, if that is even possible as a child protection social worker, how we can support social workers or how local authorities can support social workers to learn about different interventions around direct work that might take inspiration from things like art therapy or play therapy or drama therapy so that our direct work doesn't become an explicit evidence gathering task which quite often it can feel like and then really think about how that feels for children what's the experience of the child because my children are in a position where they can say to me no I don't want to do that and I'm not going to exert a massive amount of pressure for them to do something because it's not in any of our interests for me to be forcing a task on them But thinking about the power dynamic between children when we are in a situation of being a social worker, somebody that comes with a stigma, the name can be quite scary. Children have heard different things about social workers and maybe expectations that they have 
to perform tasks or to perform. And, and when I say perform, I mean, you know, deliver on those expectations that adults as we have if we ask them to do some coloring they might think that they have to do it rather than they have a choice around doing it if we ask about the three houses again I've done an entirely separate podcast episode again about why I don't use the three houses but if we have the three houses they might feel an expectation to complete that in a certain way And I just think it's really helpful to reflect on and I'd be so interested in your responses on this and hopefully it hasn't been too much of a ramble, but really the question of whether we can ever be truly child-led when we are undertaking direct work with children. And if so, what are some of the aspects of truly child-led pedagogy? I always say that word wrong. I always want to say pedagogy, but I think it's pedagogy. (laughs) Anyway, but the aspects of that child-led ideology or ideas or narratives that we can really take into practice. For me, the day can't have been a failure and that's because I've managed to turn it into this podcast episode. (laughs) So yeah, I would love to know your thoughts. I'd love your feedback. Maybe a slightly different episode, but I obviously home education, it is both a choice and a privilege is not everybody wants to choose that and not everybody who would like to do it is able to do it but it is honestly so much of it is about me unlearning from the habits that I have from being in the school system and being educated and the more I unlearn the more I reflect on how I brought those habits into social work so again some of those things I was talking about having expectations in the first place or thinking that direct work was only ever like an academic task worksheets having them as evidence and it's not direct work unless you're bringing out colored pens and pencils and just some of those things that were never I never said them explicitly but they were habits that I brought into practice so yeah let me know if this has been helpful or if this has made you reflect at all or if you're a home educating parent or if you've got any thoughts on home educating because I'm obviously so interested in the topic. I'll end this podcast as I need to end the day, (laughs) letting go of a sense of failure, which I think we all feel as parents and just taking a moment to pause and slow down. So if it feels comfortable for you, Close your eyes, take a deep breath, don't be so hard on yourself, that's what I'm also going to tell me, and know that you can come back to this little pause whenever you need to. Thank you so much for listening and take care.